Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Empire, Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdum. Man, it's been a little bit. Leave me alone. We're your inner conclave of nerdum. My name is Diz, and I'm your pop culture and sports nerd, Ali. I'm Ali, your classic nerd. And I'm BM, your sports nerd. Oh, wow. Sorry, guys. It's been, it's been a while. Listen. No, I mean, it's been a while since I fucked up the intro. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's been like years since I've messed up the intro. Leave me alone, man. It hasn't been I, re- I really been breaded like, it. It's been weeks since you've messed up the intro. Lies. You're, you're full of lies and deceitfulness. Man. And it's Ramadan. You're not allowed to lie during Ramadan. It's one of the tenets of Islam. I Thou shalt not lie. I lie in general. I avoid lying. I, the only lies I really tell are by omission. Well, I won't, I won't say something. I won't, like, I'm not forthcoming with information because I'm a very private person. Like your family in England. But I don't, like, that's, no, that's a, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I try not to lie. So Ramadan doesn't change whether I lie or not. Is that a tenet of Islam, one of the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt not lie. There are no Ten Commandments in Islam. There's, there's five pillars, my friend. I know that. Ethical, there's sort of an ethical worldview, and, and not lying happens to be uh, you know, part of that. So, so you, you're screwed. Uh, what does the pillars have to do with, then? Those are, that's worship, like acts of, acts of faith. Aha, uh-huh. interesting. Worship, did, yeah. did the Romans create that, too? Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so what this is referencing is uh, I did a tweet, a tweet thread about... Uh, uh, the angels that Muhammad meets during the night journey. Uh, that's kind of interesting <laughs> r- approach to you... religious studies and angelology. And it was really popular. It even got, got big. By, by the way, so, I'm going to hell for that tweet because I made a, a nightman reference. I wrote nightman. Ah. I, under- I didn't understand that reference until, until I said it out loud, by the way. <laughs> then I was like, oh my God. It's sacrilegious so, as hell. Some yeah. random person. <laughs> We're not going to say who tweeted me saying Islam was invented by the Romans. You should do your homework. It won't save you on judgment day. And then put, and I kid you not, this is true, 100%. They put a heart emoji, a fire emoji, a scales emoji, and a crocodile emoji. Yes. So I retweeted this. I'm like, oh, I have a PhD in the Islamic history, so I'm, I'm okay with homework. And people became obsessed with the emojis because none of us understood yeah. what exactly was being said here. Uh, Diz tried to translate it. Uh, yes. What did you say? I said, let's try to translate this. Love, justice, or fiery crocodiles await you. <laughs> and then I said, wait, I think I got it. My love for you is on scale with being on fire. See you later, alligator. <laughs> And I think that's probably the close. That's the most coherent translation that any yeah. of us has, have gotten. I mean, it's certainly more coherent than the statement that they made. <laughs> yeah, let's so be you know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the rest of us all have come to the conclusion that this was a secret hieroglyph, a contemporary hieroglyphic message for Sobek, <laughs> yeah. the alligator god of the Nile, the but crocodile did, did, god of the Nile. The yeah. guy's Twitter name is like Tehuti. just. Yeah, but no, not his, not like his at, but like his oh. name on there, you know? Oh, yeah, I like, didn't see that. It's, it's lion emoji, snake emoji, sun emoji, moon emoji. You know, maybe emojis were a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> L- Leo, born in the year of the snake, believes in night and day. I will say or that. Or day and night. So, like, I think that it is great that technology has come up with, like, ideas that we have, like, non-verbal communication you know what i mean uh-huh. because a lot of our communication uh something what is it 70 percent of our communication is non-verbal it's tone yeah. it's things like i i like eye contact touch etc body language all that plays a factor you lose that when you're emailing and you're doing all these other things right That's uh-huh. true. Yeah, but yeah. one of the ways they worked around it is by using gifs yes right? gifs gifs and no gifs gifs and memes both of which can convey some memes non-verbal so i'm a gif fanatic i use gifs all the time because i think they convey they do a good job of conveying thoughts feelings etc without actually saying anything by the way what i fixed my small gif problem what was it so i finally googled it because for whatever reason i just thought it was a you guys problem and not a me problem it was a me problem it's literally the logical conclusion is that if everyone sees small gifs 
you're the ones doing it. Yeah, yeah I blamed all of you instead, because that's how I that's how I determine problems. Nothing's ever my fault. It's everyone else's. But um, so I googled Man it. Of this generation. <laughs> so I googled it, and it said to go on your settings, messages, and an iMessage. And it's if you have a low quality image on there, mm. it's to like try to save room and send the messages faster. It'll send the gifts smaller. So I, t- I had that checked, and I didn't realize I had it checked. It was like an auto thing, so I unchecked it. And now I can send regular-sized GIFs. Oh, thank God. I, yeah. well, that yeah. was a crisis. You know, yeah, we were averted. waiting with bated breath on that one. Uh, no, thanks. I'm so, thank you, uh, Diz, for that update. V and I were actually just talking about that. Is, you know, I wonder if he's going to give us an update about his, his GIF problem because that's, true, that's yeah. all we could think about in this pandemic. I yeah. could. I, I, I don't blame you. It's tough. Currently. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. It's tough, man. It's, it's, uh, it's one of the, it was one of the biggest issues during this pandemic. Anyways, like, as I was fucking saying. Really? As I was saying, uh, I, I think emojis might be the mistake. That's the line. The GIFs I'm okay with. Yeah. Memes I'm okay with. GIFs are, t- I mean, uh, emojis have gone too far. You know why? Because they've empowered our parents to go out of control. That's true. That's true. Every time my mom sends me a text, I love her to death. Every time my mom sends me a text, there's at least six emojis tied to it. <laughs> and then it's bad enough translating her English. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm sitting there translating her fucking hieroglyphics. I love my mom to death. But when she first learned how to text message, and I've discussed this. She used to think that you can make an acronym out of every sentence. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. So yeah. like we say LOL, laugh out loud. She thought you could do that with like bring home milk, hope <laughs> to see you soon. She would just use the first yeah. letters of all those words. And I'm like, what, the, what is this? Why is my mom sending me code? Now she knows she can't do that. So instead she adds like eight different emojis. Heart emoji, smiley emoji, kitten emoji. I'm like, what? What is any of this supposed to mean? What am I supposed to do with this? And it's just, you know, I think now, was that's this, the line. This was during, this was before there was like, was this like when when you had to like actually like, uh, there was like three letters to a number like on the on the phone? Or was this like more like during iPhone? Like No, this is during iPhone. Now the, she's got the iPhone. That thing is like the, the emojis have gotten out of control. Oh, okay. So no, like, it's, you know, it's like technically all that LOL stuff, right? I guess we people still use it, but it's yeah. not really all that necessary. No, anymore. it was from that era. Yeah. All right. It's one of those fascinating kind of moments like in which you can really see how technology shapes society, right? Yeah. I mean, think about it. We changed our language because of the keyboard we had. Yeah. Hmm. Because we had the one, two, three keyboard, that's what made BRB a thing. That's what made LOL a thing. Also, the internet, of course, right? It plays a huge role. You, you need to be able to use those acronyms really quickly. AFK, because, bro. AFK, etc. Because you're playing video games, right? Mm-hmm. But they were popularized in ordinary speech. You take from the gaming world, bring it into popular speech because of the keyboard. Right? Yeah. Makes you wonder what other things are kind of evolving in that way without us even realizing it, right? Um, you know, the effect that Twitter has, that Instagram have, that, that Facebook has, is something that we're going to be studying for years, you know. And to be fair, it's understandable because nobody has lost their shit like people on social media during this fucking pandemic. Oh, yeah. Well, I have to oh, tell God. you, man, like, one of the things I think that we have learned more so than anything else in the age of social media is that you really don't ever want to meet your heroes. <laughs> you know, like, not really, right? No like, heroes I mean, in general, as my big yeah, believe. It's an old adage, right? But I feel like it's really true because, you know, once you've kind of, uh, once that you realize that they're human, I mean, you know, we, we've, we've talked about this before. You talk about the, the, the hero thing also, and I understand yeah. that. But, like, once we've... You know, like once we've humanized the people that we look up to and you realize that they're just as shitty as we are, yeah. you know, you really kind of, you know, the, the spectacle, you know, is kind of lost. and You kind of lose all faith in humanity, I think, sometimes. And uh, that's why I don't I don't really uh, follow the Twitters of like the people that I admire other than you, of course. Yeah, Diz. Hmm. Oh. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> I, I know who my real friends are. <laughs> the people defending me on Twitter. <laughs> Listen, okay, that's all good and fine. I'm happy that people are defending you on Twitter, right? But let's face it, okay? You know, I'm happy people are defending you, but there are so many fucking morons. And I'm sorry for cussing during Ramadan. I know it's haram or whatever it is. Um, (laughs) 
Don't worry, Adley Brooke is fast already. You're good. Okay. <laughs> Jackass. Okay, right, so if you're allowed to drink water, does that mean I'm allowed to say shit? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but there are so many these fucking morons that are like defending billionaires. You know, like oh I, don't under, I don't understand. The, I don't understand mediocre people defending people who would happily like throw them into a sweatshop. Well, it's because it's aspirational, right? It's like yeah, that, yeah. I can maybe become that person someday, or maybe that kind of it can rub off on me. But there's a meme, There's a whole meme about it, right? It's like so Elon Musk's fans. Uh, there's the Simpson meme. Yeah, it shows a poo jumping in front of the bullet, and it's always like valid criticism is the bullet. Yeah, weird nerds online is poo. <laughs> Who's defending Elon Musk? And it's true. There's always some awkward, weird dude defending Elon Musk on Twitter. Yeah, I don't understand it. And I, I need to stop reading that shit because it, it annoys me, right? But it's yeah. always some guy. It's You know what? It's it's usually the same guy. It's a guy who's wearing a suit and is smiling like he's like he's taking one of the photos for like those, um, you know, for like a fucking real estate billboard ad. Yep. It's the same. You know? It's the same group of people that think that they're smart because... Uh, they throw Bitcoin into the conversation, or they say cryptocurrency uh, every few words. Or it's the dude <laughs> who thinks that he's a political genius because he's a libertarian. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's that it's that dude at that at the. You know, we used to have these things called parties uh, before the world ended. You know, it's there's always the dude that I avoided when I was at those. <laughs> it's absolutely true. I know exactly what you mean. You knew what they were gonna say before they even said it. Yeah, they were headed towards you like, fuck, I'm about to deal with six hours of libertarian bullshit of why there shouldn't be an age of consent. I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right? You knew what I'm talking about. You just look yeah. at him like, oh, he's going to talk about being in a FIBA file and I'm yeah. not interested. Or no. it's that guy who's coming up to you and talking about how this is the time to get into cryptocurrency and it's oh, the real no. new model because we're moving away from fiat currency. And I'm like, you're just like, listen, yeah. man. Or he's uh, sorry. Go I'm no, sorry. no. Go ahead. He's the, he's the uh, hey. Have you ever read Rich Dad Poor Dad guy? Oh my god, <laughs> he's that fucking guy. You know, like or Atlas Shrug. That's the oh other one. God. Yeah, yeah. They're sucking off. The <laughs> they only read rant. two books. Yeah. They only read two books. <laughs> and they, they somehow managed to work it into every single conversation. You could be talking about something completely different. You're like, man, COVID nineteen just lost my cousin to it and they'd be like oh that's really have you ever read rich poor dad <laughs> poor dad it's a, it's a great book and you're like, jesus Damn. christ man you fucking oh my god it's like there's two guys it's that guy and then there's the dude with the puka shell necklace and the white button up with the acoustic <laughs> guitar those are like the two guys at the party that you want to avoid because you know eventually he's going to play that guitar right yeah yep. you know yep. that he's been carrying that around for weeks just so he could pull it out yeah yeah uh, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we got that anyway. We but like, we were we were working out some traumas there. Man, that was a, that was a rough one, actually. Right? <laughs> Twitter just brought back all sorts of. I think a weird social media PTSD. Um, <laughs> we were we definitely were working through some. That was therapy. That wasn't yeah. even a bit. That was just therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a bit. That was therapy. We were working through because we, we we all three of us knew exactly what that conversation was and like. A little oh part of our soul shriveled up as we imagined Bro, the guy waking up. Yeah, my mind kept going to someone talking to me about Tony Robbins. And I'm like, shut oh, the yeah. fuck up. I'm going to punch you in the dick. Oh, my God. Well, we've had a revelation. Okay, we can yeah. end the podcast now. Yeah. I think yeah. we're good. Well, we've healed. Yeah. Five yes. years later. We, yeah. this is the, it's, it's all led up to this moment. Yeah. We finally no, I, have worked through all our issues. We've become self-actualized. True. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not miserable anymore, guys. No, uh, seriously. Yeah. So actually, great. it's really funny because I saw I saw a tweet today actually where it was talking about how like uh, about about how billionaires that are bald are evil. Yeah. You know, like there's a whole thing about that because like you know Bezos is bald, and then like someone had mentioned how Elon Musk was actually bald, like until he got hair plugs. That's true. Hair plugs. That's true. That's true. That's true. He, I mean, he had a whole, but he had a whole like complete makeover i know man that guy they, they really they really found a rug to put on yeah his head. they put they gave him uh hair plugs they also did some type of jaw surgery to make his jaw more square if you look at his older photos he has a rounder softer face oh so and then, more angular huh yeah, he, yeah they put some type of jaw implants to make his face more square looking so he looks con- more conventionally handsome interesting wow. yeah he had a whole like almost whole facial reconstruction thing going on all right so we are in agreement that we hate that fucking guy on this podcast yeah you know do you know what my favorite video of elon musk is is it the dancing one no no no. 
It's the video where he's getting interviewed by someone and someone says, how do you feel that like Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong think that you trying to do commercial space flights are, is a terrible idea and it's, and it's horrible for like the space industry. And he started crying. He's like, those, those people are my heroes and I would hope that they would support me. Oh, I haven't seen that one. My favorite one is the one where he, they try to break the window of the supposedly unbreakable glass of the truck and it breaks. (laughs) <laughs> he's like go ahead throw the rock and the guy throws the rock and it breaks the window and he's like oh well that's not supposed to happen <laughs> so they go to the you haven't seen this one no. so good so they st- he goes to the other window he's like try this one he breaks that window too oh man <laughs> he was ro- he was rolling out the truck right the kind of the new Elon Musk Tesla truck thing that they were doing yeah. uh, and it was supposed to be rugged and powerful with windows that couldn't be broke smashed by rocks and apparently no one told the engineers <laughs> because you could totally break those windows. All right, all right. Uh, enough jossing of, of Elon Musk. There's a reason we're talking about him. Yeah, of course. Tell That's us why we're talking about this so guy. So you have to understand, all right? Like he's he's got a weird track record of like of making a, making a lot of stupid gaffes publicly, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, there was that whole thing we talked about a couple of years ago when the Thai kids were stuck in the cave and he made that weird dildo coffin to try to yeah. save them. Yeah. You know? I'll get into that later. That was yeah. the whole thing, right? And he's, uh, you know, and, you know, he's trying to shoot his car into space and shit, yeah. you know. And now, you know, we're in, you know, one of the most trying times our world has ever seen, right? Not just the nation, literally the world, people, everything is shut down, right? And he's amongst these fucking billionaires who's, like, looking to kill more of the U.S. population for some reason yep. by trying to get them to go back to work early, yeah. you know, and trying to lift all, like, the social distancing um you know, uh, things that are put in place. Now, uh, he recently, this is a within the past couple of days, um, he just had, like, uh, the Tesla had their first quarter earning call. Mm. And he went on this, like, rant about, you know, fascism and about, oh, like, man. the taking away of freedoms because the government's telling people to not go out and to, like, keep restaurants closed, you know, so they don't fucking die. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's, uh, you know, he went and he, he did that on top of the fact that, you know, like, I mean, Tesla actually, they actually reported profitability for this first quarter, mm, okay. which I think is even more hilarious. The fact the guy's upset about the factories being closed and the guy made money still. Well, that's see, the, that's the problem for I mean, like you mentioned that it, it's, it's hard to, to see your heroes as human. And I, I'm like, it's OK to see them as human. The problem is these people are subhuman. Yeah. Right? It's like these people are so fucking dumb. And we talked about this when we talked about celebrities talking about COVID-19 on their Instagram lives and shit. It's like, yeah, these are people that have been so sheltered and so privileged and so kind of cloistered off in their own little worlds that they're like remarkably dumb. Yeah. Right? Like, people think of Elon Musk as a genius. He's not. He's got some gr- good ideas here or there. But on the whole, he's a phenomenal brander he's done a great job branding himself but at the end of the day he's a dumb fucker because the fact is that we're living in this moment in which COVID-19 has killed 60,000 people in less than two months in the U.S. right in the U.S. we're not even talking about worldwide let's I mean let's just be American centric just because no one else cares about the rest of the world right Americans don't they don't they don't care about their neighbors much less the rest of the world but 60,000 people in two months that's the entirety of flu season, the entire year of flu deaths in two months. Yeah. yeah. That's how deadly this thing is. And it's not even remotely over. No. We're going to hit 100,000 by the end of May or early June. Yeah. That's how deadly this thing is. It has an inf- a high infection rate, and it so far has a mortality rate of 6%. Now, people have said that maybe it'll be 1%, maybe it'll be 2%. But so far in the U.S., it's been trending at almost 6%. And these people are saying, who cares? Let's go out there. You know why? Because you were in a, when you were so privileged and you were so, you, you're so used to the experience of entitlement, that minor inconvenience seems like oppression to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are the people that are out there going, I can't get my nails done. You, This is fascism and tyranny. No, fascism and tyranny is putting children in concentration camps. Yeah. Fascism and tyranny is determining if someone has a right based off of where they're born. That's fascism and tyranny. 
fascism and tyranny is banning people based off of their religion. Those yeah. are examples of fascism and tyranny. You know what's not an example of fascism and tyranny? Please stay home so that you don't get other people sick for a couple weeks. Yeah, That's let, not fascism and tyranny. <laughs> just real quick, I want to put 6% in perspective for people, right? Yeah. Who, they, they see 6%, they're like, oh, that's not a big number. Let's say you have 3,000 friends on Facebook, right? Yeah. So if you have 3,000 friends on Facebook, if 6% of them died... That means 180 of your friends on Facebook died. Yeah. yeah. Now, imagine if that happened in a span of three, four months. Yeah. That like 6% of your friends on Facebook died. Like, that's a huge number that people don't seem to realize is like as big as it actually is. Yeah. That's the the reality of pandemics, right? In addition to the infection rate. So, the normal flu has a 1-1 infection rate, meaning that if I meet 14 people, right? Mm-hmm. If there's 14 layers, I meet one person, that person meets another person, that meet person meets another person. That's a layer. That's called an up to 14 layers. Mm-hmm. You will infect roughly something like 18 people max, right? Mm-hmm. The infection rate of the COVID-19 is that if the exact same layers, meaning that I meet one person, they meet another, and so on and so forth, and that's how the, the infection passes, the exact same 14 layers results in 40,000 infections. It's insane. That's how infectious it is because it doesn't pass one to one. It passes one to three. You yeah. infect three people. Then they infect three others and so on and so forth. Initially, we thought it was it we thought it was one to two. Yeah, it's one to three. Yeah. And it's because, of course, there's different variables. But this is the problem. So, like, Elon Musk is put forth as a supposedly smart guy, right? As, yeah. like, the engineering genius behind Tesla. But he's out there going, free America! Yeah, fucking moron. I mean, he, he he's pinned that tweet wrong the whole time. He's literally yeah. gotten this thing like he he talked about how, yeah. I mean, how like there'd be the the virus have close to zero new cases by the end of April. It's the yeah. end of April now, and we're still growing. Yeah, we're growing. We have we haven't done anything. He talked about how kids were essentially immune to the disease. That's wrong not again. true. That's not fucking true at all. Yeah, right. I mean, amongst other things, like I I can't believe. What sucks is that like. He has this weird cult of personality around him where yeah. people just assume that because he's rich and because, yeah. because the guy can uh, can can fucking sell a car yeah that he somehow become the expert in uh, you know I guess in in epidemics and pandemics yeah, well and- this is the thing that frustrates me right it's like we recognize this in the academy that when we have an expertise in something that doesn't mean it translates elsewhere yeah. so like historians I'm a historian we're very broadly trained. I teach history of Islam in the Middle East, but also teach world history. I have enough competency to speak to things like the issues in North Africa, the Roman Empire, uh, Greek philosophy, right? Even though they're not my direct research areas. But even those of us that are broadly trained would go, yeah, I don't know shit about epidemics. Please don't listen to me when I'm talking about whether something is good for you or bad for you or giving you medical recommendations or public public health declarations because that's not my expertise. But somehow we do this thing, and Elon Musk is a prime example of it, in which celebrity billionaires are treated as having some type of unique wisdom about this stuff. The motherfucker who tweets out stupid shit and then ends up costing his company millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. The dude that ended up getting sued, though he did technically win, because he defamed and slandered somebody. The dude who came up with the idea that maybe I'm going to take this really rocky area of an underground cave and create a metal coffin dildo missile for it. <laughs> maybe that's not the guy we listen to. When it comes to dealing with epidemics and yeah. public health, that's true. I don't understand that, you know, because there's that the saying is like, you know, like if if you're not a, I'm not a rocket scientist, right? Right. I'm like, right. yeah, you know, I if I'm gonna ask a rocket scientist about rockets, it's a perfectly viable analogy, right? <laughs> but if I'm gonna ask a rocket science, a rocket scientist about how to cook foie gras, right? Like, it's not exactly. You know, like, it doesn't translate the same fucking exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And he's not even a rocket scientist. <laughs> right. 
he's a billionaire who owns a tech company. Yeah, like, let's just keep it where it is. I mean, just to just briefly remind people that Elon Musk's history isn't just a history of like bad decisions. This is a sheltered little white boy from South Africa whose father ha- owned literally a mine yeah. and exploited the labor of black apartheid South Africa while Elon grew up in a nice, lovely little uh, compound walled off from any people of color. Yeah, that's He true. literally, he's not a genius who built his fortune out of thin air. No. He's a guy who, who rose to prominence to the equivalence of blood diamonds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the thing that people don't understand. It, like, it annoys me how much they stand this guy. Like, yeah. I pointed out that he, you know, like, we, we talked about this on this podcast. And, like, I have friends that are huge, like, Musk fans, right? Like, yeah, yeah. they're obsessed with them. And, like, they'd post stuff about him. I'm like, dude, this this same guy... Like went on Twitter on a rant because a British Navy SEAL told him his little dildo submarine wouldn't work in the caves of Thailand to save the children. It would do yeah. more harm than help. And he got offended that the guy didn't want to take his help. So he went online and started calling this guy pedo guy. Yep. yep. Like, and then he got sued for it. Yeah. Like, dude, the guy, <laughs> the guy's a decorated British Navy SEAL diver, right? He clearly knows more about this than you do, and you're upset. So you're sitting there calling him a fucking pedophile? Like yeah, that's, that's part of why I think he's become the figure that he's become, is that Elon Musk went from the dorky little nerd mm-hmm. to rebranding himself as the sort of edgelord of yeah. Twitter but, and social media. Dude, he's the, a perfect example of how social media allows people to rebrand themselves and yeah. to take on these kind of sensationless, silly, dumb stances and then kind of be considered heroic. Yeah. So he's been turned into this sort of free speech, libertarian, edgelord, non-PC character just because he, you know, blurts out his dumb opinions and he throws in a couple memes onto uh, social media. So like a, a prime example of like this kind of, of how fucked up this relationship really is, is in his Tesla, he included in the... Uh, uh, computer portion of it, he included a drawing that was made online, uh, and people were praising him for the, the including this kind of this kind of childlike drawing. It was like, oh, look how funny he is! He's such a meme. But he stole that from s- s- literally an artist online who had to sue to be like, hey, can you not use my art illegally this way? But Twitter saw it as a sort of look at this man. He's he's fighting against. You know, oppression and tyranny. There's no, there's no oppression when you're a billion-dollar company and a billionaire who yeah. steals people's artwork. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah, it, but I mean, the, it's, it's ridiculous. It's it's idiots like him that make the idiots that fucking storm Huntington Beach. Yeah. Like, it gives them, like, fuel for their fire, bro. Yeah. Like, and it's annoying. Like, I'm literally, like, before we got on this, I'm sitting there talking to – or in a Facebook argument with somebody – whose sister is literally a doctor and she was sitting there posting videos from her sister about how important it is to stay home. Now she's upset because Governor Newsom in California is closing all state beaches. So she's upset that she can't walk on the beach and do her daily walks. Yeah, that's she, a rough she, life. She's calling, oh. him, she's calling him Warden, Warden Nuisance. Oh, my God. I'm like, Got dude, I'm like, I'm like, you do understand that like f- the city of Huntington Beach has 60,000 residents over the weekend 40,000 people were at the beach yeah like yeah it's not yeah. governor newsom's fault for the beaches being closed it's those 40,000 idiots that showed up to the beach but this is this is exactly our conversation from last week y'all it's yeah. the karen conversation right yeah. it's when you're so fucking entitled that the mildest inconvenience for you is seen as oppression when you can say that calling me Karen is like saying the N-word. When you can say, me not being able to go to the beach is like me being in prison and us having a warden. Lady, it's a couple weeks staying at home. I know, really. With your Netflix and your internet and everything And your else. DoorDash and your yeah. Grubhub and your... Like, like really? Yeah. Really? That's your prison? Yeah. There are people in fucking refugee camps right now. Yeah. 
and they have to worry about the goddamn virus too. Yeah, <laughs> this is the stuff that just it makes me like when you see these billionaires, you see these kind of figures, and unfortunately, the reality is that social media has convinced all these people that their opinions are valid and that they, it should be heard, and not only should it be heard, but it incentivizes them for yeah, likes yeah. and retweets and whatnots. And so we've got this sort of rash of people who are saying all sorts of sensationalist and stupid stuff. Celebrities talking about COVID. People posting up their opinion about fucking beaches being closed. Mm-hmm. Fucking fake-ass doctors pretending that we're in a good yeah. place to open up the, uh, yeah, uh, the country yeah, again. The celebrity yeah. doctors are all sorts of fucked up, like uh, Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz and all the other yeah. shows. Dr. Drew did this whole thing on, he, he has his own, like, online... I think he was on a YouTube show or something yeah. where he talked about how it wasn't that serious. How people no, he went on that. Fox, dude, and said that shit. He was on there. Yeah. And, oh, he, his apology was on was on uh, was streaming. Yeah. yeah, he back. He then backtracked because he went. He was one of the truthers. Yeah. It's been several months from January or several weeks from January through March. Trutherism, the COVID. It's not that serious. People are overblowing this. And then when the thing was officially made into a pandemic. Yeah. And death toll started to rise. He had to backtrack, and he went on the apologies. On the other hand, Doctor Oz and Doctor Phil have not. Doctor Oz has been a fucking snake hole salesman from day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that but, Mehmet guy is a real work piece of work. Yeah. But who the fuck has been listening to Doctor Phil about a pandemic? I know. The guy's really. barely a therapist. I know. That's what I think. I'm like, dude. He's a. What does he know about viruses? The guy's technically, you know, he's a therapist. There's nothing to do with with the pandemic or with viruses, like you know, biological. Terrors. He's he's too busy making viral sensations out of stupid people, you know. Yeah, it's weird. The thing that Doctor Phil is most famous for is fucking that bad Barbie girl. Cash me outside. How about Cash. that? Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about her. Yeah, dude. They, that's I what wonder Do- how she's doing. She's a fucking multi-millionaire rap artist now. Oh, is she really? Yeah, dude. She got <laughs> fucking. She got. <laughs> no, she's not. You're lying to me. I swear I mean, she, to God, she, uh, I can't make this up. Lying. She's a very popular rapper now. Um, she's huge on Instagram. She's huge on TikTok. She got fucking... She's 17 years old. She's all tatted up. She got, like, fake big old boobs. And, like, she's, like, posting thirst trap videos and pictures all day well, long. She's for, 17. She shouldn't yeah. be posting thirst anything. Yeah, it's, it's insane, bro. Yeah, her name is Bad Baby. On on Instagram, like yeah, she's like she's super famous now. I'm starting to think the internet was a mistake. <laughs> You're telling me, man. I fucking spent six hours on TikTok last night. Oh my god! <laughs> but to be fair, I did, to be fair to her, right? I mean, Ali is thirsty too, but it's because it's Ramadan. And he can't drink water till after dark. <laughs> so like, you know, it's a little bit yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of thirst going on right now. Tis. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> my thirst is for knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, dude. I don't know, man. You get sucked in these holes, dude. Like, well, you I, you were the last person on earth, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. to be downloading TikTok. You shouldn't be. I know because you have an addictive personality. This is very true. Where you get, I mean, this is you watched ER for a year. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like you you were streaming <laughs> TikTok. That stuff was designed to suck people like you in. So you getting TikTok was just a was a mistake. That was like you just starting up cigarettes. Or was that new? What was that? Did you have TikTok this whole time or did you just get it? Okay. To be fair, I had it since it was musically and I didn't realize that I had it. All right. So like I had the account um, since 2016 because my nephew made it. And I had videos on TikTok, but they're of like my nephew made two videos on there. Him singing something about Gary and then some Christmas video where I punched a camera. And like I remember making these, but I didn't know musically became TikTok. So I, uh, yeah, I guess I had it. I re-downloaded it though, like during this pandemic, because I got bored. Yeah, but that's a, that's a mistake. Yeah, that's a, anything that has endless scrolling is a mistake because that's what you'll do, right? It's like you'll just sit there and you'll thumb through. But the problem with TikTok is that it's got an algorithm that's extremely advanced, so it knows exactly which videos to put on your for you page. So that you're not just endlessly scrolling like you do on Twitter, which you could be bored and still scroll. Mm-hmm. Whereas on TikTok, it'll it'll suck out hours of your day without you even realizing. Yes. Yeah, they really like they streamline the YouTube like yeah. uh, click hole. 
Yes. You yes. Know, like a, really it's a did, really yeah. good way of putting it. Streamline yeah. the click hole of YouTube because it's exactly what it is. You know, YouTube was the same way. Click, 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 click. But now you don't even do that. Oh, yeah. Seriously, though. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah now I just get videos of girls twerking and then millennial jokes like nonstop. Isn't that, but isn't that based on the algorithm that you want? Yeah. Isn't that what it's like tailored for? That's what your personality basically is. I like twerking and millennial jokes. Yeah, we, <laughs> so. We're girlfriends. I could be too happy about that. Listen, yeah. it's, it, you know, half of this is my girlfriend's fault because she sends me videos. So when I see the videos, I like them. So then it knows I like it. So it's going to send me more videos of the yeah. same thing. So she probably shouldn't be sending me videos my of people twerking beef, and stuff. My biggest beef with TikTok is not only that it's, it's a super distracting app. And I've said this in the past before, right? So long as uh, this type of endless scrolling exists, so long as you have just enough to keep you distracted, no form of revolution is ever possible. Or no form oh, of yeah, reform, revolution or rising up is possible. But the other portion of it is that this stuff really rewards like the worst actors uh, in in society. On one end, we know that TikTok is extremely censorious when it comes to people of color, the LGBTQ community. Mm. Um, we've seen trans people in particular get censored and uh, their, their TikToks removed kind of horrifically. But then the other end, it rewards the kind of worst of the worst. Like, okay, Vine was bad and annoying, but on the whole, Vine was relatively humorous. There was some racist shit on Vine, right? Like, Asian jokes in particular was a bit annoying on Vine. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of it, right? But, it, like, it wasn't nearly as bad as TikTok. Now, racism is always bad. But the level, we're talking about, like, the like actual level. In TikTok, in, in uh, Vine, you had maybe a couple uh, creators do some sort of stupid racist shit. Everyone else was trying to be creative. You got, what, seven seconds, six seconds or some shit? Gotta be really creative. Mm-hmm. TikTok, on the other hand, I don't know what it is, but it's like every other week, someone on TikTok is getting exposed for being a fucking racist. Yeah, it doesn't take very much, does it? It doesn't, no. It really doesn't. Like, I'm actually, it's very surprising because I think it combines... It's weird because it combines that safety that you feel of yeah. being at home, yeah. right? Like not being around like in a public space because like yeah. you can't do that shit like at a Starbucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it combines that weird safety with the fact that you've exposed yourself to more people than you ever could have like, yeah. <laughs> doing that stupid shit in a Starbucks. Yep. Right? So it like it's weird. It's like it makes people feel safe when they shouldn't. Yep. Right. Well, and, in many ways, yeah. though, I would say it, it exposes their real views, right? Yeah. Because yeah. this is the shit they're saying behind closed doors. Oh yeah, yo, it's bad, mm. and it's just I. I was always going to ask you a question. There's like, how long do you scroll before you end up seeing a video where you're like, that's racist, <laughs> um, or transphobic, or whatever? Yeah, like where you find something where you're like, dude, that's fucked up. Like, how long does it take for you to get to that I, point? I guess because of the algorithm, I don't see that stuff. Right. Mm. Like that stuff doesn't pop up for me. Like I, I've seen the videos that are racist and stuff on TikTok, but outside of TikTok, like I said, dude, like I, I kind of joked about my my timeline being all twerking videos, yeah, and there is some twerking videos in there, but it's like millennial humor, alcoholic humor, stuff like that. That's like that's going to me. Like I've mm. seen, I the closest I've seen to something being like offensive was because I've liked stand-up comedy videos on TikTok, I'll get, like, a stand-up comedian who make, like, a homophobic joke. But the reality is that those videos are still getting popular even if you're not seeing yeah, it. Yeah, because it's it's yeah. not tailored for me, but it's tailored for other people, yeah, right? Yeah. And I uh, I kind of, you know, like, I made this joke on in my WhatsApp group chat with some of, like, my, my, uh, my video game friends, yeah. and I said I believe that 60 to 70% of all white people are racist. Yeah. And, like, the white guy on there is like, I could concur with that, you know, like... Uh, you know, like I, I could believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if 60 to 70 percent of the white people on TikTok are racist, then there's probably, like, you know, videos tailored to those 60 to 70 percent of the white people. Yeah. And the yeah, reality I mean, is, is yeah. they're not just random videos. They're usually part of some sort of trend. Mm-hmm. So like a trend happens and then someone gets involved and somehow makes it racist. Yeah. Yeah. It's they true. Have, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm well, sorry. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, my fault. We're, this is a problem with not being in the same room where. <laughs> Um, but I was gonna, I was gonna say like the the how's my form videos, right? Mm-hmm. Like that that's started off as like very like nonchalant and like hey, it's kind of cool. Like you you write something and then you're like okay, now that all the guys are here, like a girl would make fun of it and like mm-hmm. she'd like spread her legs and like how's my form like with her like man spreading, right? Mm-hmm. Or like playing a video game, 
and it ended up becoming like it took a life of its own and it became racist. So mm-hmm. some girl, like it was a high school girl, I don't know her name. Her TikTok name is like Seho or something. Mm-hmm. She made a video where it said um, how to escape from the cops, right? Mm-hmm. And then it said, now that all the black people are here, how's my form? And it was like three fifths compromised, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I saw another one with a guy, I forgot his name, where he did the exact same thing. And then it was like, uh, it was something like something, here's a chicken recipe. And then uh, now that all the black people house my form, and it was him picking cotton. Yeah. And yeah. that's like a 14 year old kid, too. Yeah. 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 And like, they're, they're getting expelled from school because of it, you know? Like, and, and then. So this girl, like, she made, like, an apology video about it afterwards. She's like, you know, like, I didn't intend for it to be racist. I could see how it would come off as racist. Yeah, and, like, it's not whether you intended to be racist yeah, or not. Yeah. It I is think, racist. Yeah, like, I don't, I, that's the thing. People don't realize the difference between, like, like intent and impact. And even, like, if your intent wasn't to be racist, what was your intent there? How to yeah, escape yeah. from the cops, right? That was the first part of your yeah. video. And then, it, then you went to, now that all the black people are here. Like yeah. so, first all off, all these people are all the, always gonna say the same thing. Oh, I just have a dark sense of humor. Yeah. Motherfuckers say that I have a dark sense of humor and then drop the N word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fucked up. I think there's uh, there's a big issue here too, where it's like there was a great saying that I heard a long time ago, where they're like, you know, people people want to be they want people to judge them for int- their intentions, but they yeah. judge everyone else based on their actions. Yeah, right. Yeah. And this is there's the you can't find a truer form in that in TikTok in that yeah. sense because it is the same way every time they try to justify the things that they're doing mm-hmm. these uh, horrible actions they always kind of come up with the same bullshit excuse as to why right yeah the one that happened we talked about that was it Lacey May Evans or whatever last mm-hmm. episode you know the English girl yeah you know uh not a couple like a couple days later after that happened we had the uh this couple from uh, Carrollton High School in Georgia mm-hmm. You know, and they did the uh, How God Made Challenge. And that's the one where people like talking about how how God made them. And, you know, they'll throw, they'll put ingredients into a bowl or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and it'll be something funny and stupid. Uh, they did like a how, how God Made Black People one using the uh, much more offensive term than black people. And it was highly, and then you can't, there's no way that you can, there's no way that you could like justify it not being racist, right? There's just absolutely mm-hmm. no way. And of course, it was so egregious and it was so gross and horrible that the world went crazy and the one thing I love is black Twitter because black Twitter fucking destroys people, right? I love it, it. it has the ability to like, mobilize. It. It's amazing, right? So then they were they you know, they were wig snatching this girl like crazy. <laughs> On black Twitter, right? And what's crazy is that you can actually see her the de-evolution, right? Because, like, all the things that... All the bad things that were happening to her were happening. And, you know, she was, like, in real time. And this is also streaming. Like she was in real time, like, almost streaming her own breakdown. Yeah. Which is crazy, right? Like, she got... A, they Both of them got expelled. Her and her boyfriend got expelled from their high schools, right? Like, they contacted her potential colleges that they... That she had claimed on her social media that she was going to, Right? And as she's doing that, she's talking on her Instagram live about how her life is being ruined, about how people who know her, people who know her know that hate is in her heart and that how she's going to devote her life to God, you know, and all other bullshit. Right. Her boyfriend was a pro wrestler for some indie leagues and he ended up getting fired from both the leagues that he was a part of. Right. She effectively threw his ass under the bus. Because she said that he was the racist and then he had imprinted it on her, right? So you're, the explosion that kind of came from the consequences was huge. And it was because they decided that seven seconds of trying to be funny was important for them. Yeah, I'm not understanding, like, what did they think was going to happen when they decided to use the N-word? Yeah. Like, th- I understand. Look, this is what I don't get. You got people who claim dark humor. That's not what dark humor is. Dark humor is making fun of things like death. Yeah. I like, like to think making, I have dark humor. Yeah. yeah. All of us here have dark humor. We, yeah. we deal with, with dark situations through humor. Yeah. It's not an excuse to be racist or homophobic or a misogynist. That's not dark humor. You're just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Dick humor. The other thing is, like, they're like everyone's like, oh... These kids are young. We were young. Yeah. I I know I was young. And you know what I did when I was young? 
We ding-dong ditched. Yeah. We teepeed houses. We stuck out at night. We jumped into fountains. You know, you did stuff like that. You didn't drop the N-word. Yeah, you weren't burning crosses in front yards. Yeah. I don't you know, understand like, yeah. how people can justify. The only explanation here is twofold. One, that social media, as you pointed out, gives people the comfort to speak like they're in the privacy of their own home, but they have an audience of the public. Mm-hmm. We talked. To, I talked about this when I said when I talked about YouTube. The, the intimacy of YouTube is rooted in that bringing the public into your bedroom, right? As you sit on your bed and vlog. As a result, what this means is that this is what people really think. They are comfortable with using the N word. I don't care how many times they say, "Oh, that's not really me. I didn't mean to be racist. That wasn't my intent." No, that is. That's who you are. You didn't get tricked. You didn't get. Uh, tripped up you didn't make a mistake you got exposed yeah. there's a difference and that's what's happening here is these people aren't you know making mistakes they're not making errors they're getting exposed they're real thoughts that means that they have in their life felt comfortable with using the n-word and they thought it was humorous or they thought that making a racist joke about picking cotton or whatnot that they were okay with it In other words, it's exposing people. But then the other dynamic is that the algorithm then exploits and incentivizes this. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, some of these people get exposed and there's some social backlash to it, whether it's loss of job, expulsion, etc. But the vast majority of them instead go viral. The vast majority of them get that uh, dopamine drip. Mm. They get that instant dopamine drip of likes and retweets. And shares, and they go, ooh, I'm going to do more of that. And those two dynamics mean that we're going to see more and more and more of this. We're not going to see, this isn't a one-off. This isn't an accident. It's not a bug. It's a fucking feature of the system. And for every one person that gets exposed, there's ten people that are sitting there profiting from their racism. And that's an issue. That's the issue we have to face. Because TikTok's not going to resolve that. Twitter's not going to resolve that. Instagram's not going to resolve that. I'm fucking Jack, whatever, Dorsey. You think he's going to fix that shit? No, he's not. Yeah. You think TikTok's going to fix that shit? Of course not. TikTok don't give a fuck, bro. They don't give a fuck. As long as you're still scrolling and you're looking at your twerking videos and Hell yeah. you're making new challenges. Work, work, whatnot, work, work, work. You know, and secretly getting your data sold to the Chinese and stuff <laughs> like that. It's not really that secret, though, yeah, right? It's, it's really not. The day, it's right know, there. Like, it's right there. Yeah. yeah. Can I and also, like, the, the anxiety of, like, the Chinese stealing your your, your uh, information. That's, the, like, the new big thing. <laughs> oh, China, 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 China. China, right? China. Yeah, the yeah. reality is that you should be more worried about your fucking government stealing your shit. Because yeah. your government's going to throw you in a concentration camp. What's China going to do to you? That's true. Let's that be real. True. It'll manufacture all the all the shit to put you in the, in the camp for you. <laughs> yeah. It'll you know? sell you the equipment for the concentration camp. Yeah. China will may put the Uyghurs in the chi- concentration camp. But those of us living in the United States, yeah, China is not the threat. The, the, your own government's a bigger threat. Oh, That's yeah. Not that, I, not, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, can I end the podcast on a more positive note? No, you may not. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it for, for Ramadan, brother. Go for it. Yes, of course. Uh, so, you know, as we all know, this year, you know, con season has been canceled, right? Yeah, so, yeah. essentially, I, I, you know, I'm out of a job or out of the job that I was in. So I don't get to travel around doing all the cool con stuff like I have been the past couple of years. Uh, and also, you know, you nerds who finally get a chance to go out and socialize wearing your outfits and your cosplays and everything don't also get a chance too much to do that. Luckily, you know, I mean... TikTok does have some positivity to it in the sense that there are amazing cosplay communities through TikTok that you guys can be a part of. Uh, you know, you can look at for it. And there's an amazing, uh, I think there's an amazing positivity to cosplayers in TikTok. So, mm. you know, it's not all bad. And there there are parts of that social, whole social media part that are amazing for you guys. Uh, another thing virtually is that a lot of these uh, Comic Cons and all these places that are kind of holding events uh, you know, uh, because they can't hold these live events at convention centers, are starting to do something that are virtual for people, right? So, like Star Wars Celebration for May Fourth, you know, they've uh, worked with uh, for Revenge of the Fifth and May the Fourth Be With You, like New York Comic Con, 
C2E2, Emerald City Comic Con, all those guys that come together to kind of create, you know, like a virtual Star Wars appreciation thing mm-hmm. where you get some like authors, a lot of live tweeting from, uh, you know, from directors and stuff. A lot of people talking about that. People who are part of that universe are going to be, you know, running their own little panels online. Um, there's also uh, like virtual fan expo is going to be in May 2nd and May 3rd. Uh, you know, Wizard World Virtual Experiences, they're doing the thing too. So there's a lot of things that are kind of coming where you can connect with creators uh, if just to learn about your fandoms or, you know, to get inspiration while you're stuck at home to be able to work on your own projects. And I always want to kind of tell people that, you know, you may not be able to go out and hang out with your friends, but there's no reason why you can't derive inspiration you know, from from other sources while you're kind of stuck inside working on yourself. Mm, I like that. There's some there's some hope there. There's some creativity still there. I like that. That's a fantastic place to end the podcast. Diz, why don't you take us out? Yes, you can find us virtually everywhere. Facebook, facebook.com slash currently nerdy. Go in there, like our page. Twitter, at currently nerdy. Make sure you follow us and send us some fire tweets. Instagram at currently nerdy on Instagram. Go on there, like our pictures, slide in our DMs with some funny memes. We're on YouTube, youtube.com slash currently nerdy. Go and check out how we would have wanted Game of Thrones to end it. Go, go check that out. You know, it's been a while since Game of Thrones has ended, and I'm sure you're still sour about how it ended. So go and check on how we would have ended it. Um, so youtube.com slash currently nerdy. We're also on Stitcher, Google Play, and the iTunes podcast app. So you're probably listening to us on one of those. And if you are, you're amazing. Now give us a five-star rating and a review um, if you haven't done that already. And also make your friends listen to us. They ain't got shit to do. Make them listen to us. It'll keep them entertained for hours. We have backlog of like 350 hours worth of stuff minimum. So they are like, they have a whole month that they could listen to us on. Um, if you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, how can they get a hold of you? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at VTran214. That's VY. T-R-A-N-214 on my website, thesandwichslayer.com. Ali? You can catch me on our sister podcast, Head on History, or on social media at A-A-O-L-O-M-I, or on my website at aliolomi.com. Diz. You can find me everywhere at Dizbulla, D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H, and also on our brother podcast, Currently Nerdy Sports. It's on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash currently nerdy. Go in there and check out the first season of Currently Nerdy Sports. For everyone here at Curly Nerdy, thank you for tuning in. And remember, stay smart, sexy nerds. All hail the Curly Nerdy Empire.